Turvy Dating Curvy. I'm Koo. And I'm Nian. And we are two women of a certain age navigating online dating, text messaging, and everything in between. How you doing, Nan? I'm good. It was Thanksgiving. It was crazy, crazy, crazy busy. I had to work. But I got to see your beautiful face. Got to meet up with you and Jess. And we have a story about our Thanksgiving outing. Oh, Oh, my God. Had a celebrity. You have to tell them. Yes. Yes. We have to tell them. Had a celebrity (laughs) moment. So if you don't know, you're all going to find out that I have the bladder the size of a peanut. (laughs) And who knows this is true. Uh, so we were meeting in Connecticut and I had maybe about 20 minutes left of the trip and my bladder was just like, not today. We ain't waiting. So I actually had to pull off and go to a McDonald's to go to the bathroom, go to the bathroom and, uh, get on my merry way and get up to see Koo. And Koo was and like, meanwhile, <laughs> while she was in the bathroom in McDonald's, I was at a friend's house chilling and another friend texts me and says, hey, Koo, um, I know this is a weird question, but does your podcast partner happen to live in Massachusetts? I was like, yeah, why? And she's like, I think I just saw her in the McDonald's. I'm on my way. Like she was traveling to Boston and she said we stopped and I saw her and I thought hey that woman looks familiar but couldn't place it but she placed it in the car and she immediately texted me (laughs) and told me so I was actually about to leave my friend's house and head to where we were meeting in Connecticut and I said to our other friend who was meeting I go watch me scare Nan (laughs) and I get we get together I'm like hey great to see you I'm like so Nan how was McDonald's? And she's like, what? (laughs) I was like, how was your trip to McDonald's? She's like, I had to go to the bathroom. (laughs) She's like, were you there? (laughs) And I was like, nope. I said, one of my friends saw you in the McDonald's and immediately texted me. So I said, hey, You've been recognized and narked on all at the same time. <laughs> so I'm not going to lie. It freaked me out. It freaked me out and was kind of cool at the same time. <laughs> and then I was thinking, I'm like, well, how many other people see us and don't say anything? And don't say anything. It's a good, it's a good question. Yep. So how many people see us out mind. there? Uh, so listen, if you see us out there, say hi, say hi. Yeah, (laughs) That would be cool. I I mean, it was, I'm not going to lie. It freaked me out. I was just like, it was so, it was such a bizarre thing. And I, but I went to work and I told everybody about it and they died because they're like, they, even at work, I swear to God, I do have the bladder, the size of peanut. I go to the, (laughs) I drink a lot of water people. Anyway, so uh, road trips are difficult. They are. They so are. And I don't like to stop. (laughs) Nope. Nope. Sure don't. That's why we got Chiwis. So, right. (laughs) 
So, so we're going to update OK. Hold on. Hold on. We're, we're going to update OK. Cupid. So I have actually sent some like, I've actually found some people for you. <gasps> you have? I have. Let's see if they respond back. So um, there's that. However, okay. uh, Koo found someone and was talking to, and we have exchanged phone numbers and we have been talking and, uh, we actually met the other day. Oh, <gasps> you <laughs> met the other day? Tell me. No, nope, I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to surprise you. So, oh my yeah, goodness. Actually, yeah. So we actually met and, uh, we just went out for dinner. <gasps> <laughs> I know see that I'm so glad I didn't tell you I wanted it to be a surprise so yeah we met at we went out for dinner had a really good time there was a couple of lags in conversation but it was okay okay and I will say this um and uh I talked to you about some things and one of the things that she told me last week was like Nan you just got to let your feminine side out and I'm like I'm feminine <laughs> I didn't say you weren't feminine I said it is okay to be old school feminine just a little yeah okay uh so uh yeah so there was I think that at some point in the um in our season we need to talk about love languages yes okay I think that that's really what's important so um, so this person, I'm not going to mention his name or anything like that. So this person's love language is physical touch, as I found out, um, just based on some conversations via text message that I had reached out to Ku about, cause I'm just yeah, like, you know, I could, I could totally see that yeah. after, since I, since I, in my conversations with him yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was, I just, I, I find it very helpful to bounce off of you because I feel like if I didn't have you, I uh, probably would not pursue this. Okay. So just to be fair, just to be, I'm just putting it out there, but um, he's fascinating to me in such a way that um I will be honest that if he came up and I, it was me screening, I wouldn't have done it for the simple fact for distance. He is pretty far. He is. We, and I, I mentioned that to him and he didn't care. He didn't so care. So for, for me, that means he'll travel to you. And he was willing to do so. He was yeah. absolutely willing to do so. And I thought, you know what? Let's just meet. Let's find a halfway point and let's meet halfway. So we did. Fair. Yeah. Fair. So we met halfway. And um, so I found out. So I, I just kind of called him out. And I just said, I feel like your love language is physical touch. And he's like, actually, it is. And I and so my my love language. He knew what his love language yeah. was. OK, give the man five points just for knowing yeah. what his love language yeah. is. 
And so he asked me what mine, my love language is. And actually my love language is acts of service, but physical touches like second, I think, but acts of service was, um, is mine. So, um, but yeah, so we've had, uh, we had a great time, uh, and, uh, we are going, we're making plans to meet up again. <laughs> oh my Lanta. Okay. Yeah. So I have one question. Yeah. The thing that you talked to me the other night about that, that occurred after the meeting. It did. Okay, so then I'm going to stick closer to what I said yeah. to you because mm -hmm. you've actually met. Yeah. It, now it now it's even less weirder to me. So uh, so uh, and I will tell you that even though physical touch is his love language, it was all we did was um, give each other a hug. Good. I didn't think he was going to be disrespectful. No. Mm -hmm. But I get that it's, a, but I always knew that that was important to him. I, I, yeah. but he was, I didn't ever think he was going to be disrespectful because he no. wasn't when I was no. talking to Absolutely him. Absolutely not. And I mean, it just was there. Yep. So, uh, yeah. So there you go. <laughs> That's, That's the update. So exciting. Yeah. Okay. So I know your love language is not physical touch, but. I will also say to you, not that it has to become your love language, but sometimes that polar opposite, mm -hmm. if you allow it, it might be what you need. And maybe something that you haven't really gone towards mm -hmm. in the past, and maybe the switch up will be a little good for you. Yeah. At least it'll be, no matter what, it'll be a good experience. I will tell you, yeah. I will tell you that I am a hugger. And yes, I have are. been complimented by a number of people that I am a great hugger. And whether that is someone that I'm dating or friends or a coworker that's just having a really bad day and just needs some support, um, I apparently uh, am a great hugger. And uh, so that makes me proud. <laughs> um, but I, I will say, I will say that... Um, too much physical touch um, starts to be a trigger for me, if that makes sense. And so, but we're going to go along. I'm telling you that right. it, it has I'm all, I'm going to tell you that at some point, um, A, you may need to explore that further on your own personal yep. journey. Mm -hmm. um, and then the other thing is that you may want to just share that with him. Yeah when the time is right. Not that you don't want physical touch. It's just that it brings something up. So don't let it take you out of something. No, especially no, no, no. if you can talk and he, about it. And he actually asked me before we met if the thing, and, and let me tell you people what, what Ku and I, we're just talking in code because I want to be respectful and stuff oh, like right. that. So, um, but nothing that he has ever said has been disrespectful. He has, never, um, he has been nothing but a gentleman. So did, did he look the same in person? Yes. Awesome. The only difference, which I didn't know, was that he has long hair. He has a ponytail. He does? Yeah. Oh, I would have never guessed that. Yeah, I would have never guessed it either. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
So, um, but that uh, he did kind of pick up um, when he asked if if he was just being um, too much about that thing we were talking about. Okay, so I'm gonna. All I hear you telling me is that he may be an an actual emotionally responsible man. Yes, and that, but that was the thing is he reached out and he's like, "Is this making you uncomfortable?" And I was just like. I, I'm, I'm like, I know it's your love language. Um, I know it's your love language. It's not really, it's not, it's, it's not mine, but um, it's okay. And he was like, okay. And he just, you know what? He, he was so sweet. He just backed down from, from it. And we okay. still say things and stuff. So he, like, I'm telling you people, he is uh, right now. He's just a real, I'm, I'm. You're I'm enjoying the process lie. right I'm now. pleasantly surprised. Okay. I'm pleasantly surprised and I'm not freaked out. So, so. I don't know if you can, if you're not watching the YouTube, I'm doing a little <laughs> shimmy. Okay. <laughs> so, so that's that on the, uh, okay, Cupid. So hopefully yeah. I'm hoping yeah, that's that exciting. We'll some, some news for you. I can't believe you kept that from me. <laughs> I can't believe I kept it from you either, but I really, what I, I really wanted to see your face. I didn't want to do it on the phone. Okay. <laughs> So, so I'm so excited, so excited. <laughs> All right, so we're moving on from that. So, so our topic this week mm-hmm. is interesting because it really did come from a conversation I had with a male. Yep, that I feel has very narcissistic, uh, mis misogynistic tendencies okay (laughs) so um this person is a a a steady person in my life but I'm aware of this with him and I usually just try to avoid it altogether but every once in a while his narcissistic side gets me Mm -hmm. um and this is this is one of those although I always and the conversation, but I, I didn't end this conversation before I lost my, my cool. Um, and we were talking about dating and please note, he does not date. Um, and he has a very negative view on females, which I understand because he chooses not to heal from his last relationship. And I'm going to say as a woman, the woman he was last in a relationship with is not a very nice woman. And that's the nicest thing I'm going to say about her. Yeah. Um, and here's the sentence that blew my mind. We're talking about online dating and his response was, well, first it was there are more women on dating sites than men. And if you were here a couple episodes ago, we completely debunked that there are more men on dating sites than women as per many articles that both Nan and I read. Right. And Secondly, we were shocked by it. I, right. And we were very shocked by that. And here's the sentence that blew my mind. His sentence was women, <clears throat> women are only on dating sites so that men can validate them. 
And I was like, validate what? I don't need validation. From He's like, well, I'm not talking about you. He's like, women only go on dating sites so that men can validate them. I'm like, validate what? And he was like, everything about them. And I was just like, at this point, I was out. I was like, you know what? I'm not walking into this argument. I got to go. You have a great night. I'm hanging up. And I hung up. And then I called man because we had to talk about it. Yes. <laughs> and we actually, you actually found some articles and so, I read the articles and what was interesting was that there was no age demographic giving in the article. Right. And so I did some research too. And, um, I did, I found a couple, but this one was actually really good. Um, so we're going to take it for what it is. It was, um, published back in October of 2019 and it was, um, MTV news and MTV insights did a study and they actually found that 61% of respondents between the ages of 18 and 29 were more interested in discovering who found them attractive than actually dating them. Additionally, 30% of dating app users prefer casual dating for the short-term ego boost, and 42% want a long-term relationship. So, uh, so, and we were actually talking about this um, before we started recording, and I said, I feel like I, I can agree with this study, because I actually, when I had a breakup in my 20s, I actually did that. I actually was going on, I was on a dating site and I was going on dates just to see if I was attractive because at that point I didn't feel it. Where I'm at now, I, I don't, I don't see me doing that. I don't. And we were discussing, we're like, is it because we're, you know, like older or is it because you and I have been on a personal growth on our personal growth journey for I'm going on over two years now. And so is it because I have turned to learning to love myself as opposed to getting outside validation for that? Because as I shared earlier, I never, for the longest time, I never felt that I was attractive. Um, I never saw myself that way. We talked about that song, Fat Funny Friend, and that was pretty much how I felt in my group of friends was that I was, I was not the pretty one. I was the funny one. And, but you had an interest, you had an interesting response to that. So. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like the validation of beauty goes, can go at any age Mm -hmm. because at our age, there are women, am I still pretty? Yeah. Well, I could understand somebody from our age group doing it um, to feel, to make sure they were still attractive. Mm -hmm. Um, I too just went through a breakup and I told Nan, I said, without trying to be like rude or anything or, you know, stuck up, um, I don't question my beauty. I don't question my face. Yeah. I am very secure in the fact that I am an attractive female Mm -hmm. and And that is never my question. My validation point is, um, am I worth it? Yeah. You know, so I have a different, I have a, like when I go through a breakup, it's more of why wasn't I suitable that I, that I battle. And on my self-love journey, that is, that is the battle I fight. Like me 
making sure I know I'm worthy. And you and I have had some discussions and there, there was a comment you made to me and I was so upset when you, when you had made this comment and I, 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 um, I was so upset because you felt this way. And Mm. I, after the phone call, I reached out to you and I'm like, you have never been that for me. You were always, Um, yeah. Yeah. So I I don't mind sharing. I didn't want to, I didn't want to. So uh, for those of you that don't know me, I, I am a single woman. I've never been married. I do not have children. Um, I have a sister who I'm not really close to. Mm-hmm. Um, both of my parents are are deceased. Mm-hmm. And in my world, uh, it's me. Yep. Like, so in my private world, I'm the only one in it. I have a family that's not hasn't been great to me and I'm not really close to and that's you know a whole other issue and I always say and I'm gonna blame Dolly Parton (laughs) because this is when it hit me um I am I don't belong to anyone I am the optional person in everybody's life and Nan, I, Nan did. She got very upset when I, I was, said that. I cried. And I, 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 so I had to explain it to her. I said, you all have families. You have parents. You have children. You have husbands. And then there's, you have me. And while, yes, I am very close to my friends. Mm-hmm. And I, I love my friends. I love their kids. Mm-hmm. But I don't belong to them and how I how I feel sometimes is that if you have the choice of your actual family or me I'm the one that loses out because at the end of the day I I I am here on this planet with nobody who is contracted to me for lack of better words you know I don't have parents I don't have a sibling that really cares I don't have I don't have that tie. I don't have children to take care of. I don't have children that need me. I don't have a husband that needs me. I don't have a husband to need. So I feel very much like an optional person. And I don't consider this a bad thing. I think that's the other thing you guys don't get. Like it hurts when I'm sad. And that, and and, you know, and when you talked about this, you, you were not in a great place at that time. And I was so I, I'm telling you, I was really upset. I, I called her. I was crying um, yeah. because I'm like, you've, I, you are not an op. You're not an option for me. And I'm just going to put you, put you out there that I, um, who doesn't know this, but if anything happens to me, you are starred on my phone for the police. To come. <laughs> I'm coming in. I'm in the car <laughs> up the merit. I'm on my way. <laughs> you know, uh, and it just, you know, it makes me think that they're. Yeah, but you, you know, when you, say you know, it. you also know my history yes. of um, fitting in yes. when you don't fit into your own family yes. for some strange reason and you don't understand why mm-hmm. it's really hard to accept. Like my friends tell me, like, 
my friend's kids love me and I see it and I feel it, Mm -hmm. but there's that weird part of me that doesn't understand it. (sighs) Yeah. Mm, that weird part I mean but when I can't get them off of me or they cry because I'm leaving yeah you know or they call and they're like where are you yeah (laughs) I I don't like it's great and it feels awesome but at the same time I don't understand it because well that's that's because you never had that but that that's that's family that's family you know and so um you only had that I think really with your mom and your probably more with your mom than your dad, but your mom, you know, and it's, it's been a while. So, right. And it tends to fade, but, uh, you have never, you will never be an option for me. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate (laughs) that. But, um, I think what your friend mistakenly assumes is that this is only for women and it's not, not that's not for that's not it's just this a hundred percent because men need this validation as well. right no article that i read said it was only women no no so um so then now this is going to carry over into the types of messages that we have received and I, I was telling you earlier when we were getting ready for this, I'm like, ah, oh, this is like going down memory lane. I actually had created an album in my phone to keep the screenshots just because they're hilarious. And nobody would believe me. And when I was sharing this at work, uh, no one would believe me. And I'd actually have to show them the screenshots. Um, so, Well, you know, for me, uh, that's how Cordon Kamari started. Yeah. Like the things I would get in my, in my DMs. I'm like, what, what is that? And I have a few, mine are more memorized. I kind of remember, I have them all memorized. Okay. So go ahead. Go ahead. So I have to say my favorite will always be young, fun and hung. Cause that was the title of the email sent to me, young, fun and hung. And it went something like this. Hey, do you like them young, fun and hung? To which I responded, aren't you 43? (laughs) (laughs) To which he responded, okay, maybe I'm not so young, but I'm hung and I'm fun. Uh And I was like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. And then he he responded again and he said, well, if you ever want 8.5 inches, give me a, hit me up. Now, please note, I personally feel that the 0.5 is the important part. Well, at least it was for him. <laughs> it was because he wasn't eight and he wasn't nine. He was yep. 8.5. <laughs> so I had one, uh, which was, hello, how are you? If you like naked hot men with big cocks, that is me. <laughs> Blunt right to the point. Wow. Uh, you know, and I was just like, oh my God, I'm telling you, this one you're going to remember. You're going to remember um, because it was comical. And I was just like, I can't even take you seriously. I identify as king and my pronouns are your majesty and your royal highness. With that being said, most call me magnificent, but you can call me Joshua. I'm clever, ambitious, direct, and passionate. What I'm looking for? It depends on how we click, but not for platonic friends. (laughs) 
he's majestic, but his, his name is Joshua. <laughs> Joshua. Yep. Uh, I, 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 I don't, Joshua. <laughs> yep. Next. <laughs> right? Right? What about I have, you? I, uh, my other, another favorite of mine is, hey, checkouts at 11. What time will we get here? Oh my. That was the very first, like, and I was like, well, enjoy your trip home. <laughs> that was my response. <laughs> uh, I had one send me a message. It said, let's date after I get off parole. <laughs> no, no, really? No. I'm, I'm telling you, I can't make, I can't. So I actually had my friend's ex-husband. I remember that and I I was just like no and he yeah like well you know we've known each other for a really long time uh no I haven't talked because of that fact we will continue to not speak yeah he's like here's my cell phone number let's meet for coffee and I'm like no I actually just blocked him yeah I I was like this is but is that the one that then made a new profile made a new profile to contact me (laughs) yes I remember him scold me he mm-hmm. told me I was naughty. I'm just like, well, uh, well, I'm, I'm gonna not going to, I'm going to block you too. <laughs> I'm not going to argue yeah. with the naughty part, but I, I know better. I wish I had saved this one, but I'll just give you the gist of it. It yeah. was like, hi, my name is so-and-so. I hope you don't mind me writing you. You are absolutely beautiful, but there's some things that you need to know about me first. Like one, I wear a diaper all the time <laughs> I hope that's not an inconvenience for you is it a fetish or was it a medical purpose? I don't I I, I didn't I didn't stick around to find out. <laughs> I didn't I did not stick around to find out Nan um I had a nudist that was in a wheelchair <laughs> email me what yeah he was a nudist that he was in a wheelchair and I was like do you wear you use a towel what? Yeah. I my other favorite one was like, "Hi. Do you like buffets?" I'm like, "I'm sorry. What?" He's like, "Do you like buffets?" I'm like, "Not really." He's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, why not?" It's like too many choices. And he's like, "Oh, I really want to take you to a buffet." <laughs> so I'm um, I was like, "Are you a feeder?" And he's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Well, I'm not your girl." It's just creepy. That is creepy. Self Love Club 86 believes that the secret to success begins with putting you first and learning to love and appreciate you. They are a full service life coaching practice. Their coaching model is based on the founder's research and incorporates positive psychology, appreciative advising, and social and emotional learning. They have both individual personalized life coaching as well as group sessions. Working with a life coach can help you conquer fears and strongholds that have been keeping your greatness at bay. Check out Self Love Club 86 at www.selfloveclub86.com. Tell them Nan and Koo sent you. I actually have a text me- or uh, a message that I got. Um, and it says, I'm known as the toes sucking experience. I love to pamper ladies' feet, and my experience is the best. 
dot, 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 non-sexual, no nudity, all about your feet being well taken care of. Best part, I'll pay for pedicures every two weeks. It's all respect. <laughs> and I'm just like, mm. Well, free pedicure sounds great. However, yeah, but if you're a toe sucking, uh, like whatever, if, if you're a toe sucking person, what do you have? You're not just paying for pedicures. You, you're going to want to suck my toes. Right? Wouldn't you take it that way? I'm oh, totally. Totally. He's to he is totally planning to go to town on your toes. <laughs> yeah. And I was just. And I'm just like, mm. I. that's just not, I don't know. It was, it was, uh, I, I'm telling you, it was weird. So what do you got? So before I knew what a dom or a sub was, I didn't mm -hmm. know what that's. I would get all these messages like, can I bow down at your feet? I want to, I want to praise you and be whatever it is you want me to be can you spank me into like and I'm like okay no <laughs> and I I remember at the time I didn't like I would I didn't have a definition on those things yep so I was just like what's wrong with this dude <laughs> I get a lot of those though yeah I get a lot of men who are like I want to bow down at your feet and I'm just like okay but can you hold the conversation because <laughs> I had I had someone that was started off like as a normal conversation and then it started going on and then he was um trying to finagle a threesome <sighs> And so he knew that I had a roommate and he, and he's like, well, how would you feel if I like, if I came over and I drew your roommate and I said, well, first of all, that would never happen ever. And, and then he, he just blocked me and I, and it was just the weirdest thing. And I'm just like, mm, I, yeah. Kind of think like what is the weirdest besides the young, fun, and hung? I I was asked, um, I was sent a message on a dating site and I was asked to be in a porn and they were willing to pay. Really? How much were they willing to pay? I didn't I didn't even acknowledge it <laughs> oh I totally would have done the numbers uh, <laughs> um, I once <laughs> I once I was once traveling and I had a couple approach me talking about they would like me to join them and I said oh that's great but no thank you it'll just be for the weekend I'm like I just said no thank you yeah well what's wrong why can't you because I don't want to <laughs> <laughs> Like, that I was a complete to. sentence. <laughs> That's all you yeah, need to uh, know. Uh, I had one and it was the very first, it was the very first message that he sent to me. He's like, you want to come tonight at, to New York and spend some time with me in a hotel and enjoy some 420. If you do, 
Um, I just thought I asked if, um, especially if you're interested in chocolate, I have candy for you. Ew. <laughs> Listen. Listen, this isn't even, uh, this isn't even. That's it just doesn't like, I mean, the amount of first emails that are just sex invitations. Yes. I mean, there's an, you know, fathomable amount of those, but it just, I, I would like you to hear though, just to flip back to what we were talking about at no point did I think anything they were saying was a positive other than the you're pretty mm -hmm. like nothing else was there was nothing to validate me no again right? there was nothing supportive there was nothing uplifting said it was just like hey um I want I want you or mm. okay great mm -hmm. you know like there's nothing ever said I had one guy he um he was just like you know well, I'm here in whatever town and when you want to hook up, just let me know and I'll give you the address and you can come over and we'll hook up. Yeah. No, because you have to think, you have to think how many times has he sent that out? Right. And this, and is, and this is my thought, <laughs> you know, you cast your out, you, you cast your line out. It will sink low enough. Someone will nibble. Right. somebody who but there I am positive that there are women oh, yeah. out there that that's all they want so that's fine I'm just not her exactly so. exactly uh yeah I've had I had one uh his first message to me was you want to know how I'm single my right arm my right arm is larger than my left arm good oh wow oh. Well, maybe you switch to its hands honey yeah, yeah. Way, <laughs> it'll feel like you're having a stranger <laughs> my well you you remember do you remember this guy this guy lived like in upstate new york and i'd been talking to him and he kept saying he asked me something and i can't remember what he asked me but i was like no and he goes oh your lack of your unwillingness to answer that question must mean that you're a big girl and in my head i was like well yeah yeah because i am and he goes he goes uh if i he's like I know he's like, you should place that in your pictures. Now, please know in every profile I put up, there is a full body picture yeah. of me, head to toe. Okay. Yep. I always have a full body picture. So obviously he just looked at my face and didn't actually read my profile. Mm -hmm. And he, I said, listen, that's okay. But he goes, well, you know, <clears throat> you must be a big girl. Cause there's always big girls on here thinking that they can get good looking skinny men when they don't deserve them. Okay, well, you have a good day. I'm done. Wow. I then, yeah. I then, because now I'm annoyed, mm -hmm. I then took a screenshot of his face and his profile mm -hmm. and instantly placed it onto my social media and made him a commercial for himself. Hey, ladies, this is so-and-so. He's single and he's got a house that he's ready to move into, but please note that he doesn't, if you gain weight, you're out. <laughs> you have to be physically beautiful. And I'm not saying he was unattractive, but he wasn't the most attractive guy, but you must be insanely beautiful in order for this guy to date you. If you need his information, hit me up. <laughs> wow. 
And it's very interesting. It's very interesting about the the dynamic. And I will say that definitely um, society uh, for a very long time has made uh, curvy women or women of size uh, not to feel attractive, not to fit in. If you even look at the clothing industry, think about it. Oh my gosh, I don't want to wear a couch. What is yep. that? Yep. <laughs> and sequins. And sequins. Yeah. And they do. So it's it's like um, women that are not models uh, are not worthy of fashion. So you have that, right? And um, so it's been a lifetime of that, really. Yes. I also want to state something very clear about this particular situation. Uh, Lizzo is not incorrect. When you talk to your friends about your big girl, blah, blah, blah. These same friends are in my DM. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. There, that idea of they're in my DMs asking me what I'm doing, how's it going? Because there are tons of men out there mm-hmm. that will not admit that they like a bigger woman. Yep. But they will talk to you in private, but they don't want anybody to know. Yes. And they and you have actually okay. you have actually that, right. shared that and been yes. that is not a myth. That no. is absolute true. Absolutely true. Absolutely true. And um yeah. And I, yeah, and so. it's amazing to me that, well, we had this discussion a little bit earlier, talking about someone that, you know, that they're very fixated about a number on their scale and that number on their scale determines their beauty, their self-worth and all of that. And coming from me, that was um, also true. Because I looked at, I couldn't be beautiful at a heavier, being heavier than I could be if I was lighter. And it has taken me about, you know, two years of coaching to understand that my self-worth is not tied to a number on a scale. My self-worth is my character, who I am as a person in the world and um, who I am as a friend, who I am as with my family and what I do. And because of that, because of that, it is an inner beauty. But now that I know that it has actually come out and I, and we talked about this, I actually can look in the mirror and say, I'm really pretty. I can do that. And I don't look at, you know, I said, I I didn't like my nose because of Eric McDonald in the sixth grade, making a pig noise, you know, squishing his nose and telling me I had a pig nose. (laughs) And that is probably one thing I still struggle with. I don't like my nose, but I am pretty. And, you know, I have a, you know, I have some space, my teeth, but that makes me unique because everybody got braces, but I couldn't afford braces when I was a kid. So, I mean, that makes me unique. Who is it? Lauren Hutton, the model. She had a space in her teeth. She's beautiful. Listen. Okay. So I have had 
men tell me like, don't ever fix that. No, like that's the thing they love on me is mm-hmm. the gap between my teeth. Yep. Um, and you know, like we all, have, I have body, I have a pretty face. Mm-hmm. Okay. But do- that does not mean I have body issues, you know, and I was telling you earlier about, you know, lapel crank and I, I don't even care because he's insignificant in my world these days. <laughs> um, his nickname for me as a kid was KKK, mm-hmm. King Kong Kumari. And like he thought it was funny to get the neighborhood kids to call me this. Mm-hmm. I sometimes am amazed that I made it out of, you know, school somewhat intact. <laughs> Yeah, we were talking about that. We were talking, I'm like, if if we had an option to go back in time and they were going to send me back to the sixth grade, I was like, "Mm -mm, nope. Yeah, I. You're not doing that. You know, there's, I always, you know what I always think? I think the amount of time I spent on a stage really did help me deal with a lot of that Mm -hmm. because I, I spent my, I spent my whole childhood on a stage, you know, with a spotlight on me. So (laughs) I think a lot of that, like it did hurt and stuff, but I think that was, I, I, part of the confidence is that part of me. Like, I know a lot of my confidence comes from the fact that I spent a good time on a stage with a spotlight on me. Yeah. Um, you know, but I don't, as an adult, you have these things that you know, they're there, but these men, yeah, like I would, okay. So here's the deal. We talk about a lot of things about how our teenage years and how that formed and structured how we handle things as adults, as women yeah. in our relationships. Mm-hmm. What is, what is it like for a man? So I'm really kind of saying this because if you're a listener of ours and you're male, and I know we do have some, yeah, come and talk to us about it. We actually, like, it's hard. I'm not one of those podcasters that I just want you to hear my side and my side no, only. No, we actually want to hear I both sides. I actually want to hear both sides because Absolutely. I think when the conversation continues to be one-sided, there's no progress made. No, no. And I agree. And I would be interesting. It would be interesting to hear male's perspective about online dating and their experiences, because, you know, you know, they get just as many of the funny. They do. Oh, I would love. Oh, I want to hear about. I mean, I remember talking to the last person I was seeing and him telling me that a lot of it's like money requests. So like they get a lot of money requests like, oh, will you pay for my nails? Oh, will you pay my rent? Oh, will you, you know, pay for this? Like they would get a lot of money requests. And I don't I you ever I don't get money requests. Do you get money requests? Uh, um, (laughs) Only from scammers. Right. I've never gotten money requests. You know, to be clear, I would never never that's too much of a pride thing for me yeah even if I'm struggling and stuff it's still hard for me I think I have a guy in mind I'm gonna talk to him but let's men if you're out there let us know because again I want to hear 
how you feel about your self-worth. Yes. How do you look at yourself in the mirror? Mm -hmm. What from your childhood did you bring into your dating life? Yeah. Oh, that would be good. I know, right? I know. I want, yes. We have like great brainstorms while we're talking to each other. We really do. (laughs) And we actually had to, we were planning for season two coming up and we do want to do more interviews and, um, and for us, it's actually important for diversity, right? And it would be interesting. I would love to have um, uh, um, a roundtable discussion with someone from the LGBTQ community, especially with, um, I would love to have a conversation with someone who's trans because there's such a different dynamic with that, not only in, you know, their um, gender, but also the safety of it. Yeah. You think about that. You think about, you know, what it is that they, you know, how vulnerable they have to be. And they actually have to um, think about safety. True. And how I mean, is that putting we, them right, in it's danger? A different, right. It's it's a different kind of safety from what yeah. we think about. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I think it's more dangerous. I think it yeah. can be more dangerous it, given the wrong situation. Yep. And yeah, no, we... I always feel like when we talk about things, I always want a guy with us. We need to really work on that because yeah, we do. I, I, I know that, you know, your, your self-worth story, your self-love journey is yours. My self-love journey is mine. You and I may be on the same journey, but there are different things that we have to achieve on our journeys. Exactly. Like there's some things like you're more secure in than I am mm-hmm. and that there's things that I'm more secure in within myself yep. than you are. Absolutely. So guys, what what is what is what is it for you? Like are you using dating sites for validation? Yeah. You know? That would be a good thing to know. So <laughs> We would love uh, to hear your thoughts. And if you do want to be interviewed, um, you can email us at podcastku.nan at gmail.com or you can go to our website, which is Topsy. We have a website. We have a website now, topsyturvydatingcurvy.com. And you can actually send us a message through there. And you can also... Um, listen to our podcast on there and read a little bit about us. And if you don't watch us on YouTube, you can actually see our beautiful faces. <laughs> I also like to take a moment to uh, thank our sponsor, Self Love Club 86. Mm-hmm. They have been supporting us since the very beginning. And you should give them a look-see at www.selfloveclub86.com and check out all the fantastic stuff they have to offer. Yes. Nan's there. I'm there. (laughs) I'm actually a life coach. I am a certified life coach and uh, I love helping people uh, see their see their journey unfold. I, I started life coaching in 2020 and it was so impactful for me. And I was just inspired that I really wanted other people to have the same experience that I have. So uh, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. 
Yeah. If you're really listening, you hear every once in a while, she like coaches me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yep. Uh, and uh, yeah, it has been, it's been a fabulous experience and just knowing that I can help people realize their potential is, it's an amazing thing to see. So it's, it's very absolutely. Cool. So check yes. out Nan and the rest of the self love club 86. They're awesome. Yep. Um, what are we talking about next time? Next time, uh, next week, we're going to talk about when do you go exclusive? Ooh, when do you go exclusive? Yes. I don't have an answer to that question. <laughs> well, this, this will be interesting, right? We'll have to explore this. So it'll be a, this will be a fun topic. And I'm sure that I'll have some more information. I'm sure you will. We'll have to, I'll have to read up on that too. Yeah. Uh, get some more. Uh, t- it's, it's not, it's not a thing that happens a lot in my world. <laughs> right. So yeah, it's going to be interesting to kind of get a perspective of what it is and when do people consider it? And I'm sure it's, it, it's different for everybody. So it'll be interesting. Exactly. We'd love to hear your okay. thoughts on that. So yeah. So again, our email is podcastku.nan at gmail.com. And any questions, comments, concerns, please just hit us up there. We will more be more than happy to answer your emails. Yes. Um, are there any more announcements before I say what I the last thing? Uh no, I think it, I think uh, we've got everything covered that we needed to cover. Awesome. Uh, Nan and I would like to take a moment to remember a friend of our show who passed away uh, this past November, November 9th. He was our first listener and a good friend of mine from college. Um, Eric Jernberg passed away on November 9th and he will be greatly missed. Yeah. May he rest in peace. And I'd like to take this time to thank him for his support, his help, and for me, for his overall sunshine that he was um, the entire time that I knew him. So rest in peace, Eric. I love you. We love you. Um, You will be missed, sir. Yeah. Much, much uh, love to his family. Yes. So we dedicate this episode to Eric and we just want to thank you for being there when we started. Yes. Yes. It meant a lot. And, you know, he was the first one to comment on our, um, he was was the first one to comment on our podcast and it was so sad when I, when you told me so, but, uh, Uh, oh, Eric, I love you. (laughs) till we meet again eric till we meet again yes Uh, and and i think that is it so nan i think it's time to go we love you all can't wait till next time smooches and hugs guys bye later i said i like 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 it like that (laughs) i said i like 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 that oh yeah i like it like